to review o meter I am your host, Peter. Unless we watch a terrible movie, then this is P-U-O-Meter, and I'm your host, Caesar. What? Why? Why do you gotta start the show like that? Why? Why you gotta? We have to start with jokes. That's why. Why you gotta bring my good, my de- my my, uh, my meh name in the garbage? Why you gotta do that? Today, <laughs> we have Caesar. Yo. We have Kevin. What I do, baby? We have Natalie. Hello. We have Sydney. Hello, everyone. And we have Yasmin. Howdy. I don't know if you know this, but this is our 12th episode. After tonight, we'll be done with three whole themes. It's a quarter of a year of doing review a meter. Well, longer. (laughs) If you were to count every episode and not the spam of weeks we skipped, you know, (laughs) 12 weeks marks a quarter of the year. So happy anniversary. Hey, yes. Hey. What? So here are a few surprises I'm going to throw at you. Kevin and Sydney, you've been here practically every episode. That is why I decided to promote you both as co-hosts. Oh. I've gotten a job promotion. Hey. Hell yeah, oh. brother. I'm honored. <laughs> Yasmin and Shang, who is not here, so I don't know if he's going to get that promotion now. <laughs> Uh, Yasmin, you've been here in enough episodes. <laughs> You're getting promoted to deputy co-host. Ooh, wow. thank you. Wow. Oh, deputy oh. co-host, wow. Honestly, I just to stick around with more. And Caesar, good job. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yang, you didn't wow. even get a pizza party, buddy. You just got a pat on the yeah, back. I just, got like, for you. I just got like a pat in the back. Like, what is that? Caesar, wow. you've helped out coordinating recordings and helped us get to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm now making you assistant to the regional hosts. Yes! I made it! I made it, Mom! I made it! I made it! And as for me, I am now the Phoenix King of Review-O-Meter! Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, no. here, here comes the diva, everyone. Oh no. Okie dokie. <laughs> now you have Avatar on my mind. And oh, we always oh. need Avatar on our minds. I mean, that might be on Netflix. We don't know. It is on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, it is already on Netflix, man. Yes. Someone needs to pick that. All right. So I think Phoenix King is a little too dictatorial. So I think, think? I'll just stick with host. There we go. That's- but there will be one more surprise at the end of the show. Stay tuned. Was, that was a hint, guys. That was like a little Easter egg. It yeah. might be something. Yeah. Easter egg. I'm trying to figure it out now. Yeah. Just for like, this yeah. entire episode, just thinking about that. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So today, there's six of us here in the chat room, and only three of us have the option of picking the Netflix guest choice if they were to win, you know? Mm-hmm. So I say it's time now to see who's going to win and see which title we are going to be watching today. So let's activate the Review O Meter Shuffler. And it broke. Surprise, 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 surprise. Oh, gotta fix it, gotta fix it, gotta fix it. This shuffler is broken. I just fixed it. It's not working. I just fixed it. Maybe one of my other co-hosts should give it a try. Yeah, I'll try it. Maybe the three of you. Oh, maybe. Here we go. Good job, everyone. I'm proud of you. And the winner is Kevin! Oh my god, she wants something? 
see, this is what happens when you get promoted to co-host. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. Doesn't it feel nice, Kevin? It feels yeah, it does really feel nice. nice. Mm-hmm. It feels like I have the power. I have the power! Damn. Call me the Fire Lord. The Phoenix. Kevin, what is it today that we'll be watching? All right. Go, I did go. like our trend of watching movies that like we haven't seen per se. Why? 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 Hold on, Why? relax, Why? relax. Why? You didn't let me Don't finish. You Don't didn't interrupt me. You see, see, I co-host. Do I get interrupted? Is that is that what happens now? Oh yes. yeah, I mean, yeah, you do. Yeah, you kind of. So, do. Uh, <laughs> it comes with the territory. So I do, I do hope most of you ate because this movie will make you hungry. Maybe, probably. We are watching the movie Chef. Ooh. Yeah. I've heard it. I don't think yeah. I've heard of that one. I've heard of this one. It is a very low-key movie. The only time I heard of it was when Kevin mentioned it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was today yeah. old when I heard about that movie. Listen, it is a good movie. It is it is written, produced, starred all by one man, John Favreau. Oh. The Lion King. Okay. The Jungle Book. Then try another one. You did those? Iron Man 2. Yeah, oh, you're getting there. there. Getting and Mando. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also The Mandalorian. All right. Uh, one. The Mandalorian. You know, uh, Iron Man 1. Oh. He played Monica's boyfriend in a few episodes in Friends. Nice. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh, oh he made Elf. Elf. Oh, really? one of the best. Oh, he was. Oh, wait, are oh. we listing off what things this guy made? I mean, I'm uh, just, just, I don't know. Same words uh, that relate yeah. to it. Yeah. I think you're just avoiding to watch the movie now. He did direct Elf, so that is true. I don't think he, he may have made a cameo, but. He did. He was the doctor. Oh, that's right. He was. He also did uh, Zathora. He was in there. I just wanted to say The Lion King first, just to remind everyone that he made that. But, John Favreau, you have made several successors. I know what you had to do with Disney just to get their corporate attention, just so you can be able to have that creative freedom. I understand. So, I'm excited for this. Kevin, I'm sure you picked a great movie. And are we going to read the description? I think we should. Also, I like okay. how you were saying that as if John Favreau is listening to this podcast. You really have high hopes. He isn't? He probably will be. I'll email him right now. We're best friends. I mean, he might. One day, Nicolas Cage might listen to the, the Jiu-Jitsu episode. And he'll know that Jacob is his biggest fan? Yeah. And his twin, apparently. <laughs> All he has to do is turn on Stranger Things Season 3, and then they'll be like celebrity buddies. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, we were going to read that description. I think Kevin should read it. I, I should, think read Kevin should read it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your since, movie. He, since he told right. me, yeah. 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 So, yeah. let me get my reading voice on. Here we go. After igniting a Twitter war with a well-known culinary critic, a Los Angeles chef packs his knife, heads home to Miami, and opens a food truck. There you go. There you go. Nice. And that's Ooh, review meter. We going to South Beach. Ooh, so Via Vergara's in here too. Oh. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Whoa! He said, let's go. That's all it took. Yeah, let's go then. Carla Johansson's also in here. <laughs> oh, oh, now I'm double down. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I love how Sydney got interested in that movie. And like, once you said Sofia Vergara, I love that. Vergara. And then also Scarlett Johansson, but she's in like every movie. And so is Robert Downey Jr. They're in this? Well, RDJ and Favreau, come on. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So on that note, I say it's time that we watch this movie and come back with our thoughts and review after these messages. I'm impressed. 
we managed to see Times Square and the Statue of Liberty before lunch. Speaking of, what would you kids like to eat today? Ice cream! Uh, try again. Shwarma! Say, now that's not a bad idea. Let me just search for a nearby restaurant. Whoa! There's a place near Avengers Tower. How does that sound, kids? Maybe we'll see Iron Man fly by. Yeah! Okay, Siri, take me to the Shwarma Palace. Excellent choice. My friend Jarvis describes it as Mr. Tony Stark's favorite eatery and highly recommends it. It also has positive reviews on Yelp written by Captain America and Thor's Strongest Avenger. Sounds great! The Shawarma Palace features an extravagant new food menu prepared by Chef Carl Casper. Hey Siri, who is Chef Carl Casper? Chef Carl Casper, formerly a traveling food truck cook, now New York's finest chef, started his new role at the Shawarma Palace in 2012 after being considered and approached by Tony Stark himself. Wow, I'm hoping this isn't too expensive. What do you think, honey? Oh, it's not. According to their website, all meals are no higher than $13. And they even offer delivery service for only $8.99. Well, I'm so excited. You'd think the Black Widow will be eating there too. Or Captain America. Ooh, those tight stars and tights. I mean, stripes. Oh, they just make me... Mm. Oh my god. And his hair and blue eyes. I hear their water reflected on two crystals. Ha! <laughs> the Shawarma Palace, located on Fifth Avenue. It's the Avengers' favorite diner featuring food now prepared by Chef Carl Casper. Guess what, everyone? Review-O-Meter is now on Twitter. Follow and receive alerts of when a new podcast episode is released. Participate in future activities such as polls to help us decide which streaming titles to watch in our future episodes. Follow Review-O-Meter at Review-O-Meter. That's Review-O-Meter without hyphens in the username. And we're back from watching Chef, directed by and starred by John Favreau. I really enjoyed that. As did I. As did I. It was a good As movie. It was really good. I liked it a lot. It really was. A lot of funny moments. It was good for so many reasons. The music. I up a little bit. The music. The great character development. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, all that food. I'm so happy oh, I ate so before this. Food. Oh, food. I'm so hungry during it. I think the best way to talk about this movie is just by going throughout the scenes, summarizing the entire thing. So starting from the beginning, we meet this guy, John Favreau, with the name Earl. What? What? Oh, Carl. 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 Carl Casper. Carl, Carl Casper. Yes. Carl Casper. Carl yes. Casper. CCC. Chef. Carl Casper. An action hero movie. We see him working as a big shot in this restaurant in LA. We know that he has a kid and that he is divorced with Sofia Vergara. Dustin Hoffman is his boss at this restaurant. And of course, this guy is very particular about what he cooks in the restaurant. However, his boss constantly tells him, stay to the menu. I don't care about critics. Just make sure our guests are happy. But this guy's like, I'm full on artist. And from that, one thing leads to another where he gets criticized by a critic. And he challenges that critic through Twitter. This actually surprised me because this came out in 2014. This mm -hmm. guy really has no concept about Twitter. And I have no problem with that. But having to explain to the audience how Twitter works is just kind of like filler. Like you should already know your audience knows how Twitter works. Like we know it's not just direct messaging and all of that. But that's, yeah, I reversed my case. 
I think it was like a humor thing, though. It was like yeah, it's it's funny it's... to watch a ten-year-old kid explain to his dad. Well, we didn't need the explanation of all that, but I guess you know what I mean. Like for the scriptwriters to actually put in that much information. I don't know. It is 2014. The dad should at least know something. Yeah. Uh, cause like, but it was funny to see, like, yeah, dad, this is Twitter. This is how it works. It was really funny. And like, again, in 2014, like, I had to explain Twitter to my mom in 2016. I think it's us looking back on the past from 2021. Cause when we look back, we're like, oh, things weren't like this before, or things weren't like that before, but we're also looking at it from six, seven years in the future. That is very true. We continue on this story with the chef, Carl Kasser, challenging the critic to some sort of cook-off challenge. No, 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 sorry. Not a cook-off challenge. It was just kind of like, come back to my restaurant, you a-hole. Come check out my actual food that I will serve for you off the menu, blah, blah, blah. His boss, Mr. Dustin Hoffman, has an issue with that, of course, and they fight pretty hard in the kitchen, uh, leading to him quitting. I'm kind of surprised how well Chef Carl Kasser took his departure. You know, it's like he's just so ego-headed that he knows he'll still be successful in his life. He doesn't worry about money or his next career. He just knows, cool, I'm finally free. Yeah, because like he's also an artist too, if you think about it. He's like, well, uh, I mean, I'm not not stuck behind this owner anymore. Now I can go be creative as I want. If you see like the next scene after that, where he's just in the kitchen, you know, going to town getting creative i think yeah. if, like, if no one had recorded him blowing up on the critic he probably would have been really successful right after he found another job but the big thing was that he went back and his pride got in the way and he blew up on the critic so leading into the next events he came back to the restaurant that he just walked out on because the critics started posting mean stuff about that restaurant food so he was like you know what i'm coming back to give him a piece of my mind and he told him off without <laughs> realizing that people have cameras in their pockets and can record and post instantly thus again leading to him not understanding how the twitter is forever he was very determined in that rant towards that uh critic of how much he really feels about him like he didn't stop himself there were so many people staring in that that restaurant with their phones like facing them how is he really that surprised that you know it's on the internet i was gonna say maybe it's just like you know when you're like blinded from your own pride and like when you have like tunnel vision when you're just that angry that everything else but like the situation that you feel is being centralized i think that's what he was going through because like he didn't realize until afterwards like you know after like the adrenaline passes through that's when you're just like did i just did I just do that? Yeah. And it's also like, you can see from the way he's portrayed that all he cares about is cooking. And that's all he thinks about. And that's all he like, that goes through his mind. I don't think he's the kind of person who will like, who goes on the internet or who goes on Instagram, who goes on Twitter. So he doesn't yeah. know that that stuff is normal. He doesn't know the person to keep up with the news. Because he yeah. even had his son emailing him videos. Again, 2014, texting was a big thing. You could have very easily just texted someone a video. Throughout the next events of the movie where he picks himself back up starting his own career, he he never touched Twitter. Like, he pushed it aside, you know, so... I think it's just that he was the kind of person who didn't... had never seen it happen to anyone else. So for to him, like, it wasn't something that was possible because he wasn't used to it. Right. But also the boss kind of stood back, letting him <laughs> yell at his critic. <laughs> it was actually kind of surprising he didn't just call like the cops to escort him out, you know? Yeah. And it was a good while. I'm not just saying, oh, he backed up because this guy's like literally blowing steam. Like, No, he just let him like rant for a good five minutes at this critic. 
which is a long time. And you saw like how he's like, the lava cake, it's not undercooked. It's, you know, it's chocolate in the middle and, you know, it, the outside gets cooked and it melts. And he's like, he crumbles it up. And then like when he talks about the lava cake again and that whole rant, he reach to the, reaches to another table, like somebody yeah. else's food and crumbles it up. <laughs> I've been waiting to talk to this prick for a long time. Okay. I am not cloying. I am not needy. I don't care what you think. You're not getting to me. I'm not needy. Chocolate lava cake is not just undercooked chocolate cake. That's not what makes the center molten. You take a frozen cylinder of ganache and you set it in the ramekin so that as the outside cooks fully, the inside becomes molten. Okay. It's fucking molten, see? It's fucking molten, you asshole. And you don't do anything. What do you do? You sit and you eat and you vomit those words back to make people laugh. You know how hard I work for this shit? Do you know how my whole staff works? What sacrifices it make to make you happy and then you just smugly just fucking shit on my shit? It hurts! Yes. It fucking hurts when you I, write that shit, it hurt you! It does. An artist fighting a critic. Uh, that's John Favreau during The Lion King, by the way. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> that's probably how John Favreau fights all of his critics. Puts like chocolate lava cake in their face and be like, You don't understand my CGI animal expression art! <laughs> Can we just talk about how Tony was not a ride or die, though? Because he was just like, come on, Tony. We don't need this place. Tony could have been very successful if you walked out with him. Yeah, Martin was like, I'll, I'll leave it. I'm leaving yeah. it. You gotta Martin, stay. Martin's like, yeah, Martin's like a Martin rider. Is, he literally yeah. is ride or die. He's a ride or die. He's, he's, he's like, like, oh, you yeah. became super, super fantastic. Okay. He's like, yeah, this is, I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah. You're doing what now? Uh, I, I'm going to hop on a plane, quit my job, hop on a plane yeah. and join you mm-hmm. to make yep. no money whatsoever. There's no bad blood, though, because he totally was congratulating him. Yeah. Can we, like, Yasmin, you made a point about, like, how he loves food so much. Like, cooking is, like, literally his soul. Like, I want to backtrack because, like, after he quit, when he started cooking, like, this elaborate, like, five-course meal. Did you Like, I thought he was going to come in and, like, serve it to the guy. But I just realized. a picture of it on Twitter. I think it was like just like a coping mechanism. So like cooking, like kind of just like it's his calming point where he feels yeah. most at peace. Yeah. So yeah. like, he, I wonder if he even ate that food. Like he he was making a very expensive. Oh, I'm meat sure food. he did. He you know, how people did. like yeah, yeah. You know, how people smoke or like go like to the gym and do like and do like a punching bag. Mm. That he does. He he goes to cook. That that's really that's like a. A calming exercise, probably. He had a bad habit of tasting everything he was cooking anyway, so he just kept tasting and tasting. Like, this is good. I, I, you need to pull this away from me before I eat the whole thing. Yes. I really thought he was going to invite the critic to his house because he's like, hey, I lost my place, so come over to my actual home and taste what I'm cooking. See what I can really do. Instead, he decides to blow at that critic's face back at the place he was just fired at. He quit. He quit. I, yeah, he quit. I was gonna, I was gonna say, since he quit, then he shouldn't have been worried going back into the restaurant and confronting Ramsey. That was the name of the critic in the restaurant because he already know, like, oh, I Ramsey quit. So what's the point? Yeah, Gordon Ramsey. That's why. That's why I thought at first because his name, his full name is like Ramsey Michael. Michael. Like, yeah, Michelle. I'm just like, yeah, Ramsey Ramsey Michelle. So I'm just like, is that like a Gordon Ramsey, like low key, like this is you? Yeah. yeah. Like Ramsey Mitchell, right? Yeah, Ramsey Mitchell, yeah. Played by Oliver Platt. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, Mr. Platt. Yeah. We also had some big star MCU actors in this. Oh. Yeah. Of course, John Favreau has his connections. So we had Scarlett Johansson playing the hostess in that restaurant that he quit from. 
And his girlfriend, also. And his secret girlfriend, I guess? Oh, I wanted to yeah, talk about were, that. Their relationship was kind of weird. It kind of was. Remember in the bedroom scene where he was, like, cooking for her? And, like, the way her face looked, she was, like, aroused by him yeah. chopping. He was giving and, like, him bedroom eyes. <laughs> he was cooking. And she, and she, she was, cooking. was like, mmm. Mmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like, mmm. Honestly, okay, I think all girls, either if like if we see a man cooking like that, we're just like, oh, hello. I mean, oh. A man doing any domesticated thing is just oh, like, yeah, oh, honestly, oh, truly, truly. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, boys, we to be taking a group cooking class. We're about yes. to be impressing oh, everybody after go. this. Yo, let's I go. already know how to cook, so you're on your own, Kevin. Yeah, if oh, I yeah. join, <laughs> I'm mostly joining because I want to expertise my craft. So right. I'll just keep watching this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always cooking for fun anyways, and I always end it with compliments to the chef. Yep, I was going to say, I, I, I clean, so I got you. I was a house guy, so we good. Oh, Actually, when I cook, I don't like to taste my own food. <laughs> Peter is an artist. He I is. will say He's that. He's a culinary artist. He He's is a culinary an artist. artist. Yeah, he, he cooks so many things, yeah. He lets us go, you know, just cover him, you know? He just gets really <laughs> into it. He cooks. <laughs> he cleans. He does. He edits. He does know. it all. Yeah. Out, if you're out there, he does it all. Yeah. Some voiceover work sometimes. I was talking about Marvel actors. We also had Bobby Cannavale. Con- I can't pronounce it right, but he was in Ant-Man. Yeah, he- yes, he played yeah. The, yeah. the stepfather. Oh, um, and then in the scene after that, we're like, he has to go. He goes and spends time with his kid uh, with uh, Percy. What was his name? Yeah. They like, you know, rode a roller coaster, did this, and then they went to go to the movies. And if you heard in the background, they were watching a John Favreau movie. Really, really? Yeah, they were watching Iron Man. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of funny. That's yeah. awkward because RDJ's in this movie. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Because <laughs> so, I, I think this was either was this after two or yes, was it before two? two? It was after, after two, two. Yeah. After two. After two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Iron Man two came out in 2010. 20 yeah twenty ten, and this came out in twenty fourteen, as I said. So, yeah. It was nice. actually after the Avengers, after Iron Man 3, so... <laughs> um, RDJ's character is my favorite character in this movie. This fantastic. Tennyson, I love him. He, he was interesting, because that I was, was just watching, like, this is Tony Stark. This is not Martin. This is Tony Stark. <laughs> and I, I had also seen this scene online, and someone was like, I don't care what movie this is. This is the most Tony Stark happy exchange I've ever seen. And now yeah. I like to finally, like, see it, and, like, see the comments, like, oh my god, yeah, this is... You went fucking crazy on the internet. That was awesome. You lost respect, which I love, because it's passion. You know, you lost everything. You know, you're, you're not a loser, but you have lost. Okay? You're not a turd. A turd that lost. I don't know that I feel like a turd. Good. I feel like I had a bad week. You know what makes me feel like a turd? That I'm in my ex-wife's ex-husband's office and asking for a fucking favor, and all he's doing is busting my balls. I like this humility. It's good. John Favreau's character decides with his son and his wife to go travel back to Miami to go visit his, well, I guess Sofia Vergara's father, who is playing at a Cuban restaurant, and that's where Favreau tasted delicious-looking Cuban sandwich. Cubano. Cubano sandwich. And he just had the idea, like, I can make this, right? This is, like, actual... Well, not just that. He was mentioning that you have to eat at the actual locations of where these foods originate from. It's one thing for me to make it, but for it to actually come from where it was birthed and all that, like, that's where it's authentic. So 
he was getting really excited about it, getting his son to taste it and such. And that's when he had the idea to, you know, go on like some sort of new career path, buying a food truck from Robert Downey Jr., who I guess used to be Sofia Vergara's character's ex-husband. And yes, as we said before, he was very much Tony Stark in this scene. Mm -hmm. So was, I swear. Yeah, it was a really random scene, but it was very uh, Tony Stark. It's from, his like, only start scene. To yeah. I was gonna say that was the only role. Like, yeah. they put his name down there to, like, you Well, it's the same with uh, Scarlett Johansson. She was uh, yeah. just Molly for, like, five seconds, and then we never well, saw Well, she had again. a few scenes. This was yeah. literally one scene with oh, Robert Downey Jr. And he was legit Iron Man. Yeah. They find it funny how he just casually was, like, talking to Carl, and he was just like, I don't know what happened. I don't remember. <laughs> don't <laughs> yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, you know. I'm I like good. how he opens the scene with, like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, I think she's pregnant. <laughs> he's like, what? Like, whoa. Like, what? Like, yeah, she laid it on me five seconds ago. And then he's like, she's trying to tell me it's mine. It might be. That's what she's saying. I got in like a minute later. He goes, but I got my tooth beside no way. I'm like, what? She's a liar. She's like, a liar. <laughs> Look at you. She's pregnant. Just found out. The, this one? Pissed on a stick, came in, laid it on me five seconds ago. Is it? So it's yours? That's what she's saying. You know, I know. I got a problem because she's best receptionist I've ever had. Yeah. Good news is I had my tubes tied in 08, so clearly she's also a fucking liar. And he's talking about his assistant, uh, for those yeah. who don't know. <laughs> and from there, you know, they get the truck. They clean it up, they clean it out, they even had some random guys nearby help lift the heavy kitchen appliance stuff into the truck, which I guess they paid them in Cuban sandwich Cubano sandwiches. Cervezas. Well, yeah, if, if Martin was there, if Martin wasn't there, that would have never happened. Because literally Carl said like, hey, hey, Marvin, Marvin, Marvin said right, you can help right. me. And then was like, Martin like, hey, oh yeah, oh yeah, ven aquí, oh yeah, un cubano. Yeah. Well, he was saying, like, this is the greatest chef in all of L.A. and such. Like, if you help us lift this, we'll give you some free sandwiches, you know, on the house. I recall immigration. That's, that's another thing he said. So, yeah, that's another thing I forgot to mention. One of his chef friends over at his old restaurant flew to Miami because he was very intrigued by this food truck business that he started, even though he was laughing at it. Like, hey, he got a taco truck. Isn't that cute? And then he's like, oh, I'm actually inspired. Now I'm going to I'm just going to move right now across the country and help you out on your road yeah. trip here. Which is pretty cool. To be a ride, a ride or die. Ride or die. He knows about family. He knows about family. And anyways, from there, you know, they picked up on their business. They're riding through Miami, which obviously they drive through the really clean parts of Miami Beach, where I'm not so much of a fan of Miami, but you know, they make it look really nice in the movies. Yeah. Very touristy, though. I will. I will agree with that. It makes South Beach look fun. Yep. And from there, I bring it to where that cop comes in ask for a picture and it's just like not leaving this dude alone even though he's asking for his permit and telling him to like get off my beach you can't sell here Be like oh wait, wait wait you're that famous guy that we saw on tv oh dude i need like 25 pictures of this guy but like it leads up to being kind of weird after a point because homie's just like yeah and then now can we eat like a sub like pretend like we're lady in the tramp like that part was just like uh. <laughs> i laughed so hard I that that cop was a uh, Russell Peters, like me and you. Yes. So. Was it? I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I it was, it was, okay. it was. So that made it even more funnier. And like, just, like, like the time that it took for them to like unlock the phone, and like it's just like so inconvenient. Like, sir, you told me to get off of your beach. Like, hello, and he's just like, can you off 
my phone, you know, make sure you touch the screen. Okay, now let's take a picture over here. Can you put my, your arm around me? Like, can we, can we do this? Like he's orchestrating a whole like photo shoot right now. I was just like, dude, we're trying to sell sandwiches. They're about to fight that cop. They were like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, yeah. That and they have to walk a whole half mile out. You're going to finish serving the people who already paid. That's oh, a good point if the cop got a free sandwich. He had no. Probably the sandwich he Probably, probably the sandwich that he picked up randomly. That one that he put in his mouth, yeah. Wasn't a good one sandwich, so you get it Well, free. at this point, Chef Carl was in a much happier place, so he wasn't, like, ranting at this guy either with that. I, I thought he will eventually, like, blow on this dude, and then that's going to surface the internet, but it didn't. He just was going through with every selfie this cop wanted to take with him. And then moved on with their life, moved on to the road trip. And that's basically the premise of this movie. He grew a very strong relationship with his son on this road trip as they were serving food across the country because they're traveling from Miami back to California. The next stop they make was over in New Orleans. And he asked his son, do you want to stop by Disney World as they pass a Disney exit? What highway is that, guys? Is that the turnpike? Did they take the turnpike? No, yeah, it's turnpike. Oh, turnpike. Yeah. The turnpike doesn't, does it? down so when you're going from like from orlando to miami take the turnpike all the way down to, to 95 yeah yeah sometimes yeah. it's faster to take 95 yeah which is weird they could have just took 95 yeah yeah actually it probably was 95 and you can jump on 10 and cut across to north there's no disney world exit sign on 95 it just has the orlando sign on 528 and i promise so you melbourne doesn't have anything over by 192 so i might be overthinking it trying to figure out the road i'm just saying yeah. hey that's their area you know <laughs> wait was it like the purple disney sign no no no, no. it was, it was just one. a random it was green one i don't like the one that you would would see on the turnpike if you're coming from like the st cloud Kissimmee area because we were driving up from that area towards Orlando and one uh and I four, they do have a sign that says Walt Disney World, and it goes across the Parkway. Unless they weren't on ninety five and were going completely different directions, because that's, that's what that's camera movie is. But, yeah, well, that's yeah. a turnpike. But yeah, right. like you were saying, with whenever you're making a film, anything that you see on the screen is real. Anything that's not on the screen, unless it's implied, does not exist. This kid said no to Disney World and said. Just take me to New Orleans. I'm proud you know, I can of him. Respect that. I was proud of him. I am proud of him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, how are they bathing? Oh, don't even. Now you're going, what? Oh, what? you're going too deep into a truck stop. Road conversation. Also, the guy was using uh, cornstarch for humidity. humidity. Oh, Come on. Oh. I never heard there. that until. Yeah, I never have heard, never of heard of that. I, I want one so, of you guys to test this theory out. I am, I am not okay. trying that at home. Okay, 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 wait, okay, 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 wait, okay, wait, okay. If we get a hundred no. subscribers, I will make Hiroki do it. <laughs> you heard it, everybody. If we get 100 <laughs> subscribers, <laughs> Caesar will do it. No, oh. no, Caesar will do it. I would not do it. No, 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 no. no. He's the corn scotch no. on his balls if we hit a hundred. <laughs> no, Peter has he just said he will do it. About the experience. No. It's not like Peter could edit this to make it sound like Caesar said he will do it. So you know. Caesar <laughs> will rub corn scotch on his balls if we get a hundred subscribers. I will do it. So that was some sort of moisturizing trick, I believe, but. 
No, it's not worth getting acne on your balls, honestly. Apparently, like, I decided to look it up. Apparently, it's like a problem because if you keep sweating, it just it bunches up a lot. Ew. Oh, uh, no, I'm good. It clumps nope. up a lot. Yeah. Because he said it's like okay. a powder. If we get 2,000 subscribers, I will pay Sydney $1,000 to do it. You'll pay Sydney $1,000 to do it? Hey, buddy, you act like I don't have 2,000 emails. <laughs> Moving on from that, <laughs> Louisiana. Yeah, they're in Louisiana. Those beignets looked amazing. Oh, the beignets. Watching this reminded me how much I hate like eating here in Seattle. Uh, for those of you who haven't like heard before, I just moved to Seattle from Florida. You're in Seattle? I miss- yeah, I'm in Seattle. I, I can't you- believe. Oh, I thought you were in like North Austin, Texas. Oh no, no, no. I'm in Seattle. Yeah, you know. Oh. I thought Just... you were in South Missouri. <laughs> but yeah, there's like no Hispanic food here, like good Hispanic food here. Like, so I think the only good thing I've ever found is pupusas in U District. And then if I drive an hour and a half north, I can get really good tacos. Um, an hour for tacos. Exactly. Hour. Like, it's worth yeah, it. I don't have a car. Um, so. Wait, you left it's your like, car in Orlando? Yeah, I did. Because uh, I don't really live here. It's a lot of tra- it's public transit. Yeah, so it's like it reminded me how much like I miss plantains and I miss marudos and tostones and I'm like I just want a plantain and you can't buy plantains here readily. It took me months to find a double. So they don't even have Caribbean stores, do they? You don't have a Bravo supermarket? There's no Bravo. Nope. I'm pretty sure if they had a Bravo supermarket, it'd be like the one they have in like Nona, where it's like gluten free. And yeah, there's a Bravo and like that. It's gluten free and like all good That's food good. and like healthy eating. I'm like, this is not Bravo. Sorry, That's buddy. There needs to be like extra gluten in my food at that point. I'm sorry. Oh, you, guys, <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Listen, if I don't step into a Bravo and the name brand stuff is isn't overpriced, am I really in a Bravo? No. And if I can't get a deal on fruits, am I really in a Bravo? If I no. can't walk into a Bravo and get flan, am I really in a Bravo? I can go for the beans and rice and go to the bakery. Am I really in a Bravo? Exactly. Don't. If I don't smell hot, like, come on. You know when you're in a Bravo. You just walk in, you're like, ah, yes, there goes my cholesterol. Yeah. Right before you walk in, you see some papers, like the free papers, like you grab some, like, ah, we're in a Bravo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You see random strollers to the wheelchair. Ah. Mm hmm. Buggies. Uh, so, Peter, uh, was this episode <laughs> sponsored by uh, Bravo? Apparently not, because I didn't receive any money, but you all really oh. want to talk and promote Bravo. <laughs> I did. Sorry about that. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Wait, can I backtrack real quick? What? Oh, really? The Florida sign with the frog legs thing and, like, the gator sighting, and I was like, this is so on par. And, like, one of those, like, no one really visits Florida areas. Like, I'll say Ocala. You'll be surprised because <laughs> I've seen enough videos of people doing, like, road trips from California to Disney World, and they stop by those areas where they get, like, pickled sharks and buy what? those actual gator heads that we've all seen in every gift shop near our homes, you know? I hate those. <laughs> but the kid actually bought one of those in New Orleans. True. It's pretty on-brand. Like, that was really on-brand for Florida. I just like that that was that, like, last excerpt before we went into New Orleans. 
and can we just talk about the French Quarter? The music. I love the oh, French Quarter. That must have been yeah. expensive for them to shoot yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Just to be even near Bourbon Street. Oh my God. But those beignets, the mix that they use in the movie, I don't know which scene it was. If it was this one or the earlier one where they talk, mentioned beignets, you can actually buy that at your local supermarket if you want any. However, I know it won't taste the same if I try to make it, so... And Kevin's out here promoting small businesses. Good job. There you go. Hey, it's supporting small businesses. <laughs> there we go, Kevin. So back, and then also, like, the part when, like, he came back. I thought it was going to be something more pressing. Like when he said, come look at this. I thought they were going to have a boot on the um, on the truck. Like that was my thought. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a little bit advanced for us to have a little bit of climax right now. I'm like, See, I thought there, there was going to be a bigger crowd or like a longer line. Really? I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, oh, that's it. And then I was like, okay. Me I don't know. It was kind of underwhelming for me. I was ready yep. to see the truck get towed. Wow. I, I thought that was probably going to happen. There's some sort of cliche movie style of like something going wrong and they lose the truck and then the father and son are going to fight. No, not really. Those, it was, there weren't many cliches in this at all. This, I could have binged as a whole TV show if they p- produced it that way. A movie's still fine, but I loved this. Up. I mean, what? the only cliche like part was Bob versus, like, you can come work on the truck with me. Ah, uh, reminds me of my childhood. But no, when you, like, when you got yelled at for, like, not wanting to, like, clean the pan, because, like, mm. oh, garbage, I'm like, yeah, sounds normal. Yeah. Good old time. That did well, yeah, I can definitely relate because wow, <laughs> like, Kevin, that hurt. Sorry. That no, was I... hurtful. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> what? It's also, what? Like, what? The end of it. I missed something. See, Peter missed something. I said, "Wow, I can totally relate to that." Because oh yeah, same. No, no, because you got the Listen, it's like it's like when you hold yeah. a flashlight for your dad and like you expect to learn something about like vehicles, but you end up getting like cursed at and yelled. <laughs> and right here, Natalie brings up private information, but our reactions were way too priceless. Whoa, what are you talking about the gabagoo? We're talking the about the gabagoo. Yeah, okay. So after after Louis like after after Louis after Louisiana, they go to Texas, right? <laughs> yeah. So after Louisiana, they go to Texas, <laughs> and in Texas, they try like authentic barbecue and that stuff looked super burned but inside it was super red and oh, that no, just looked so, so freaking good my goodness if you just go watch this movie on an empty stomach you will be sorry yeah you're screwed if you, if you uh, don't do that i told you guys isn't that like that restaurant that they stopped in texas isn't it also like on guy fury's so fun fact yeah it's like it's a really like famous guy that was like um, smoking the briskets. He's uh, that's he's a, the actual guy that smokes those briskets at whatever I don't know the name of the restaurant in Texas, but I that think is it's actually hundred percent real. Franklin's or something like that. Yeah, mm. and K yeah, trivia. that's hundred percent true. K trivia. K trivia. K trivia. K trivia. There you go. Yeah. Um, what happened after Texas? They just continued traveling. No, they had, no, they had they had a moment. Wait. Him. Was that in oh, Texas? Carl, okay. Yeah, that yeah, was in Texas. Like, Carl, Carl and his son had a, a really like deep moment where like yeah. you see the kid wanted they're, to cry. They're having fun, you know. They're having the time of their life. But his dad, Chef Carl, wanted to remind his son, like, listen, this is only for the summer. We're having the a blast, and this kid, you know, is also having a blast. He's learning how to cook. 
even though it didn't seem like something he really wanted to do, but he's still enjoying it. But really what surprised his dad was how much he was promoting their business on social media. So he called him like his new head of marketing. There was definitely a close bond partnership, uh, father and son thing going on that it was pretty sweet. He was just reminding him that like this has to come to an end when we actually go back home and you restart school because it's just you can't always expect this. I just don't want you to like be let down, you know, just giving you the heads up. Can we talk about the character development with the son? Because like the first time on the food truck when he burnt the sandwich and he's just like, it doesn't matter. They're getting it for free. And then like every time like after that conversation he had with his dad where his dad was just like this is something i love like you may like it but i love this and i want it has to be perfect even though they're getting it for free like at first his son didn't really care he was just like eh, whatever but then as like everywhere they traveled like he got more in depth into it to the point where like like you said he was advertising it on social media and then like also like showing how much like his excitement to want to do it like literally helping with his dad like he's just like i don't care i'm gonna help i'm a i'm a chef too i'm a line cook mom like he was so excited like that was that was nice he really was pushing being a chef on his son which i didn't really buy that the son really wanted to be a chef but that's the thing yeah. i think I maybe he ultimately saw what he loved that it was something yeah. he loved and he's like if this is what he loves i want to kind of like i i personally feel like all kids do that like for me my mom was an eye doctor and she loves talking about eyes and like this talk this talking about eyes is really weird in my opinion, but she loves talking about eyes. And so like I got super into eyes when I was little and I like I have in Florida I had a poster with the anatomy of an eye just because I was like, Oh, she likes this is something we can talk about. Yeah, like with me and my dad, it's like cricket, like I I fucking despise it sometimes. We can always talk about it like I'll know what this team and this team. So, and he loves that so much. So, and yeah, there I, you go. Upon it. I think my mom influenced me wanting to become, go into the medical field because she's a nurse. And like, I'm like, and she, like, I, I just, like, it's just interesting science. And stuff. But it's like, it's a hobby that you love, like, with her or with your parent. That's kind of what yeah. this kid's going through. Because I can kind of see that with people who, Maybe their parent passed away at a young age for them or something, and they become the same career that their parent had, and they only mostly pushed themselves to do it because they have, like, that strong, fond memory with it, knowing that, like... Well, my dad was a chef, and uh, everything we did was with cooking, so I know good food. I learned from him, so I have to carry that... Like, not that I have to, but, like, I just want to carry that on. I treasure it, sort of thing. That's probably what this kid will continue to go through in his life. I don't think cooking was necessarily his calling. That was more of his dad. His dad is the artist with it, but he's very much still is open to it and just very much is passionate for it just because it's the thing he always spent time with with his father. To backfill on that part, like I feel like closer to the end, like they're going to make it like a family business in a way because like that's how you start off with the food truck with his dad and like he's gonna pass on that restaurant to his son like the food truck um business onto his son like hey you know this is something we loved working on and now i'm giving it to you so it kind of did turn into a family business towards the end because after that talk you know they go back home and his son shares him the video where the one second every day on their road trip and it really speaks to chef carl 
that he calls back his son and says, you know what? Yeah, you can help me out after school and on weekends. The funds are going to go to your college. And the next scene after, you just see them working in the food truck. Sofia Vergara is there too. So it became a family business. And in that moment, the critic from before shows up and asks to talk to Chef Carl in the back. And from there, he's saying, I'm not going to write a food review because... I want to get in business with you. I'm not allowed to write food reviews if we go into business. Your food is amazing. And from there, they got rid of the food truck. And the next last shot of the film, we see them working in an actual restaurant. And it seemed like they were partying. Yeah. Like, they weren't They weren't working. The food was out there. I'm sure that was made by Chef Carl. But could that have been the wedding? Or like a yeah, thing that married? Yeah, it's supposed to be their wedding. wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was wedding cake and everything, so... Yeah, and then she was wearing a white dress. And like yeah. a lacy white dress that was full, so. It kind of alluded to it where she, when she was working with them in the food truck, because just like, I get it, they're divorced, but like, there was a point when they were in Texas, he was saying, I love you. Like, he was saying, oh, his son said, I love you. And she thought she, he was saying he loves her. And like, she had an awkward moment where she just also confessed that she still has feelings for him. And like, they both had like a moment of pause, like, oh, shoot. Then she said, like, oh, and she was like, oh, I tell him I love him. Like, yeah. Saying, like, oh, I made a mistake. I, I correct myself. Yeah. They were growing as a character. So, you know, yeah. when you become that more successful and happy in life, you know, you're, hey, that's attraction turns on there, right? <laughs> yeah. I kind of wonder, like, why they got divorced in the first place. Uh, probably because like, the kid was a baby. You know, this guy ranted at that critic in the very beginning of the movie. So I'm sure he probably couldn't hold his temper to his wife and you know i think it was that but they did have a good relationship sorry yeah they stayed friends you're right i think that they got divorced because he was working too much that's 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 all he wanted to do like because you saw he kept forgetting to pick up the son because he was working he would be like yeah always be like to the son because he was working he would quickly drop off the son again because he was working and this is also something i wanted to bring up before was that when we're talking about how the son wanted to spend time with the dad and so maybe that's what he was cooking it was even during all the scenes when they were like even in the beginning of the movie he was constantly trying to spend time with him he's like he's always like oh can i go to the restaurant with you can i go to the market with you to go buy stuff can i go sit with you in the kitchen while you cook and you make a menu so i feel like he definitely had a bit of that interest in there also but yeah Again, and, while I think about the divorce, is probably he was working too much and he only thought about food and that stuff. Well, that reminds me early on in the movie, you know, we see him actually still spend time with his son, taking him to the movies, taking him to the fair. But the next morning, when they're just explaining uh, how, to, how Twitter works, the kid's like, this is fun. I'm like, what? Just us hanging out. We hang out all the time. Yeah, but this is different. You know, we're actually making conversations. I feel like I'm getting to know you a bit right now. Yeah, and if you notice, like, when you first see him, like, hang out with the son, they're, like, quick moments. So, like, um, when they go get, like, food, they talk about the po' boys, the, um... Yeah, they go on the roller coaster. The, the not theater. that yet, but, like, yeah. the, um, beignets or whatever, and then, you know, he goes to work. And then when he gets fired, or when he quits and, you know, has that blow-up moment, you know, it's a quick thing with, like, the roller coaster movies, and then he drops them off. <laughs> so... It, it kind of mirrors the second of every day video. You know how quick those shots were. It's time for C Trivia. Technically K Trivia. 
Oh no! I mean, I, I mean, I was already hitting the trivia throughout the movie. Uh, like he hit it like twice already. So. Remember, it's so in I'll, the form of a question. So I will give the third one. That last scene where they're like parked up with like the food truck. That is an actual thing, an actual place. Where specifically in California? It's in California, so. Is it also in Brentwood, California, uh, Los Angeles? Um, well, let me double check. Wait, don't we all get a, a guess? Yeah, we all pick. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna go with one question. You already suck at your trivia. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm muted. Whoa, 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 I don't know the name of it. There's a very, very famous skate park there that was in Tony Hawk. I'm going to say somewhere around there. I just really don't remember the name because I don't know California that well. Oh, San Diego, right? I don't know. All right, and who else do we have to guess? Natalie, did you guess? Yeah, cause you, cause who, who, who's talking yeah, you, crap? You, you yeah, I don't think you should get I'm a guess. Great with, I'm not really great with California, okay? Uh, I just think the jazz like the music's big... just playing in the background. Love it. I love it. It's fantastic. Is it raining with anyone else? No. No. Dang, it's only my area. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Natalie, what is your what is your guess? It's a think think of the big places and uh big things, big things, big brain. I feel like I can't say LA because that's pretty general. You know what? You can say LA. I'm switching my answer to Disneyland. Okay. I'm gonna Hi, Peter. What? Anaheim? Disney World. Well, specifically Disneyland, but sure, Anaheim too. Yeah. Okay. So, you guys yeah. were close. Okay. Except for probably, you know, Anaheim and LA. Uh, I think Sydney was the closest. Because uh, he said the skate park, the famous skate park, which is Venice Beach Skate Park. I think you're thinking about. And it was by oh, Venice that's Beach. SoCal. Come on. Wow. <laughs> um, I also have a fun fact. It's not really a fun fact, it's just a cool Ooh. thing. Why trivia? Um, if you're done with the- if you're done with your trivia, Kevin. If you have, oh, you're not... I only have the one thing. Okay, oh, okay. well then my, mine isn't a trivia thing, because it's not really trivia. They actually remade the movie. Really? Oh, I was gonna talk about Wait, 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 oh, wait Kevin, a minute. Uh, do you want to talk about it, or I can? Go for it. It's your, uh, your turn. It's my an trivia. In, it's an trivia. Indian one, Kevin. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, this I didn't know about. Oh. Yeah, it's an Indian remake. Um, it's a comedy drama, and yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. What's What's the name of that Indian movie? It's just called Chef. Really? It's also called Chef. Yeah. They released it three years ago. Three years after that. The original. Three years yeah. after. Have I? And seen to piggyback on that, just last year in 2020, John Favreau is in a show called The Chef Show, where it seems like it's more documentary style, where he just like is learning uh, how to cook or something from famous chefs. Uh, I I oh, watched yeah. the show and it's really good. I do suggest watching it because yeah. uh, he has episodes. one. Oh, it's, uh, it's like a spinoff. Yeah. Episodes. Yeah. Um, I have to yeah. give that a try because I enjoyed this movie. Yeah, it's really good. He has like guest uh, appearances from like you know famous chefs. Uh, a couple of his like co-stars from different Marvel movies make appearances. Specifically, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, those uh, Iron and Spider Man. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty good. I do recommend it. Hmm. Definitely don't watch it on empty stomach. 
Oh, yeah. of course not. Yeah. No, that's that's a that's a big mistake. That's very dangerous to watch any in any cooking show on an empty stomach. Literally, I I made food while watching this because I was so hungry while watching. Oh, I was I was yeah. eating my protein bar. So. <laughs> You're a lot healthier than I am, Kevin. No, it was it wasn't protein bar. On that Wait. note, I say it's time that we look at the scale and Wait. drink. What? I got to do my notes. What notes? Oh, you had notes. Oh, okay. I had notes. I had Delete notes. Delete that in post. There we go. Yeah, I had I had notes. I had notes. Okay. Do you guys remember when the grow cheese? Any point in this mm. movie? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay. I think it it was you saw John cooking it for his son. And I was just like, mmm, he's cooking that well. He has like a little like cheddar, a little mozzarella, and yeah, he used like four cheeses, right? Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I wanted to ask, like, what is your guys' like perfect like grilled cheese? Like what kind of bread, what kind of cheese? Do you guys butter the bread? Like what what's I wanna I wanna know like what goes into your grilled cheese. So for me, when yeah, I make grilled cheese, bread. it's American white bread cheese. with American mozzarella and goat cheese. And then we mix melted butter and sage, and we put that on the bread before we put it on the pan. You are fancy with the sage. I just use white bread, regular old craft singles with like butter. That's the OG though. Does it look like I have money like that? I listen, just craft singles. I'm simple. Listen, the best. I like. I use pepper jack and cheddar on either um just white bread or um i forgot i'll just say white bread and then i also like put butter on the um loaves so like it toasts nice you know is it brioche like, huh is it brioche brioche like a brioche no. bun no i'm not a brioche bun no i feel like that would be weird uh, well actually it's doable mm. yeah. but i'll say white bread and i don't like it when it's too burnt i like it like warm and like if one of my cheese is like nice and stretchy Sydney? now i'm gonna have to go make a grilled cheese <laughs> <laughs> my god is it weird that i eat my grilled cheese with chocolate milk a little bit yeah. no, it's not that weird. wait wait are you wait, dairy, i'm you sorry don't, you don't you don't dip do you dip you don't dip that in the chocolate milk right i'm not gonna confirm nor deny that Oh, oh, no, I can't no, judge you because I have spaghetti weird. and bananas, so I really can't judge you. Okay. Question. Do we have tomato soup with our grilled cheese or no? I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it at all. Not opposed. It's fantastic. It's good, but I don't always have tomato soup around, so it's That's not a must, but I will, if I have the two, I will eat them together, but it's not a yeah. must. It's not a make or break. I used to make grilled cheeses a lot when I was younger than 10. Probably one of the first things I ever learned how to like really cook. But I don't know. I've just been on a long hiatus with grilled cheese. I think the last time I had it was maybe two years ago over at Woody's Lunchbox in Hollywood Studios. You had just, a good one. Really? Yeah, I like you know, it. I just have to be careful with the tomato soup that they have. Because oh, they I opted have for like mac and cheese. Oh no, I would get it with the tomato soup, and I have to be careful because they have chunks of tomato in it, and I can't eat the tomato chunks because I have that tomato allergy of mine, um, and I don't trust tomato chunks. So when you cook tomatoes, it changes the allergen, but I don't trust those tomato chunks because I'm like, I don't know if that's cooked all the way through. So now we're a food chunks. blog for Disney. 
Okay, honestly, <laughs> well, I, mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I have to like, be careful this with really that. All I was gonna say best drink. This yeah, was. This is almost pointless <laughs> to the movie. Oh, I, just, I just, I just want to say, I'm about to move on to the next segment, and you just like wanted to talk about food. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, I was just curious. It's a movie about food. I really like food. It's a nice question, but it was essentially food porn for like five, 15% of the movie. Can yeah. we talk about the person with the grandpa? Because, like, clearly he understands English but does not speak it. He only spoke Spanish back. I'm pretty sure he understood. He just did not want to speak English, in all honesty. Because I kind of think he understood what Carl was talking about. Yeah. yeah. He understood because, like, he was responding That's back. Like, his I know dog. a lot of people like that. Yeah. No, no, I have, like, a reference. We, we got a Honey Boo Boo reference in this movie. We did. We yeah. did. How and Carl was like, one. Yeah. Oh, and how Carl became like a meme. He was like, oh, "I'm a, fr- I'm a freaking meme. I'm like, I'm like the keyboard cat." Oh, they even mentioned Vine. That's how old. Oh, I oh am. my god, 2014. Vine. Remember? Oh. Yeah. Oh, Vine. That was a. Uh, R.I.P. in the chat. R. I, I heard R. Vine. R. And I got happy. I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah. I miss it." Yeah. That kid yeah. would be on TikTok today. Oh, he would. Probably is. Peter, will you allow me a food question? Oh, either I that have... or I have, a, I have another. All right, like I have another all right. Wait, 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 wait. If he, if he, he allows one food question for you, he has to cut one for me. Oh, my. Can <laughs> you imagine? Everyone listening who's wondering why this episode's an hour and 20 minutes long, this is why. This is good con- this <laughs> Go is ahead, great Yasmin. Okay. <laughs> I'm um... sorry, future Peter, for all this editing. <laughs> Um, so they were talking. The reason that they made the, the that they made a whole bunch of Cuban food and stuff like that was because it was what they made as a family dish at home. It's like their family dinners, and it was homey to them. What for you each is a homey food? Like if you were gonna go eat with your family or eat with people who you're close to, and it's like, oh, let's just make a dish together. What's that homey food for you? Ooh, oh, easy chicken curry and rice. Okay. I say rice and rice and beans, black beans with white rice. Oh wait, actually, let me update mine. Duck curry and dal puri. There we go. I thought you would say doubles. No, I'm not. I'm not training. <laughs> the term homey just makes me think. Okay, what's something I'll eat at home that like my mom would always be cooking? And one of the most uh things that she always cooks is chickpeas and rifoles, black beans mushed. Well, for some reason. Me and my mom like Italian food, so her, one of her best dishes would be fettuccine alfredo. She makes it like like out of this world, like amazing. But that would be the one thing. Yeah, I'm going with the full Thanksgiving spread, <laughs> like I'm, like the ham, turkey, all that, all of it, dressing, greens, cornbread, macaroni and cheese, all of that. Yeah, that's the thing. Ooh, yeah. that sounds good. Full food, 100. Yeah. percent That sounds real good. Yeah, I'm about to drink some water. <laughs> I think for me, it'd be like plantains. Plantains with uh, fried cheese. Ooh, fried. Oh, fried cheese. Yeah. Oh, plantain, uh, plantains, like either maru, like sweet plantains, maru, or, or mafongo. Oh, man. But yeah, I love plantains you, and fried you cheese. Do you like, uh, fry, like fried plantains? I like fried plantains a lot. Like I love it, like sweet fried plantains. Cause I'm a, I love sweet plantains. 
I don't. For some I'm reason, like I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm hungry. like. I'm like. I'm it's okay. Like I'm not like a crazy fan of for fried plantains, but I'm like it's okay. Yeah. Mm. And that was my food question. Thank you. The shoe covers. The shoe covers that Kara had to wear. Have any of you worn that before? Because I don't ever. Yes, in my friend's new car yeah. one time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't want to get paint on my shoes. So. But yeah, in like a brand new like house that's like for showing or one that's almost done. I've had a few of my dad's buddies have had like their houses like are on their way to being finished and they just put the floor in. So we had to put the little booties on or whatever. So Ooh, I cannot imagine mm-hmm. like a brand new hardwood floor. Oh, it's, it's it really is like an ice cream where you like slip aside, like just everywhere you go. I know I should never put myself in that situation. Oh no, no, absolutely not. You're not allowed. No. Nope. Nope. No. I got more notes. Okay, so Carl was saying like, oh, my son has a phone, even though he's only ten. Like, is that weird? Like, when did you guys get your first phone? In kindergarten, I got a Firefly phone. Oh my god, I always wanted one of those, but I was not yeah. in kindergarten when that yeah. came out. Yeah, I got it. In <laughs> You could only call three people. It was your the first contact, which is usually your parent. Uh, the first two are usually your parents. So mine was my mom. The oh. second one, I can't. I think the second one was my aunt, and the third one is the police. You in kindergarten? Yeah, I was in kindergarten when I had that. Was was that that um? Did like the the Disney phone that they used? To no, have? no, no. It's a room small phone. Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, hold on. Let me see if I can find a picture of it. I'm, I'm already looking because this, uh-huh. this yeah. phone. I was like, oh, yeah. I one at the store yeah. the other day, and I'm like, I want one. Yeah, it looked like this basically. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh my god! Yep. Yeah, I was not gonna up. I was so jealous because my mom didn't give me one. Yeah, my mom got me one, um, and that's what I used. The one I had from like getting only call three numbers, and it was because I would stay home with my little brother, and so I would. It would be me and um, we usually like my dad had to work a lot, so it'd be like him going in and out. So like in case something happens, you have this phone. Yeah, because I remember someone having that, and he just like he tripped one day and the ink spilled everywhere in his pocket, so that phone was useless. So I'm glad I never had one. But yes, it was so cool looking for whatever reason. My first phone was when I was in sixth grade, still in elementary school. I got a Go phone as my first phone, and it was a Can flip I phone leave? too. So. Natalie, your first phone? Um, My first phone, I think I was in either in the third or fourth grade. My mom got me and my sister this juke to share. I'm going to show you guys how it looked like. I remember that. It was like this little thin flip phone. Not flip phone, but it flicked out, right? (laughs) Yeah. This is what the phone looked like. Boom. Oh. Oh. Okay. Is that a USB drive? I know, right? It was so tiny. And we had to share, but I never got access to it. My sister was too busy using it to text your friends because at the time we were at two different schools so i don't know why my mom thought it was great for us to share a phone when i never had access to it so all right kevin what's phone oh, what age i got a nokia flip phone that should never broke uh <laughs> really root against the wall everything um my nokia broke all the time yeah crazy <laughs> really yes but yeah i got in like fifth sixth only time i could take it in like fifth grade with like if i went to like the cricket park or anything where like out where i could be misplaced so mm. used in a, in case of an emergency but yeah did me um so i'm sending my phone in the chat right now we have to explain it to I our have, viewers 
No, I am. I am. Ooh. So I got. I got. Um, in I was ten years old. I had this little Siemens. Uh, I don't even know how to describe this. It's like looking thing. <laughs> well, I mean, that's how it's pronounced. Um, <laughs> that is the company. Yeah, that's the company. Anyway, Natalie, yeah. that company um, is the sponsor of Spaceship Earth. Thank you. Yes. Oh. <laughs> um, it is? Sure. I know. Semen. S-E-I-M-E-N. Yeah. Yes. Get over it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got this. I had this little alien looking phone. I walked to school. So my parents got it for me. And I literally had service. So I could use it to call any and everyone. I didn't. I literally only called my parents. I was ten years old, fourth grade. I I went through a weird phrase because I I remember getting my first phone till like mid middle no seventh eighth grade because I went through the phase where iPod touches were like a thing like really popular. I don't know if you guys remember that when iPod touches were a thing, but anyway, yeah. But I remember my first phone I believe was like a, a Nokia Nokia three or four. It was like I forgot what it was called, but it was like a Nokia phone. But that was a very interesting time. It's time to look at the scale and rank each of these four Netflix guest choice movies that we've seen from our least favorite to our favorite. So, those movies being Jiu-Jitsu, Superbad, Extraction, and now Chef. Kevin, since you picked this movie, I snapped so I'm going to do that again. Kevin, since you picked this movie, what's your ranking? Why did you pick this movie? Alright, well, the reason I picked this movie is because back in, like, high school, not freshman year, senior year of high school, freshman year of college, me and my friends started, like, eating out more, and so my friend actually got me into this movie, like, oh yeah, like, they made some Cubanos in this movie, and it looked, like, really good, and then we hit up, like, a Cubano shop after that. So I watched this movie, I'm just like, okay, this is pretty good, from, like, the food, like, the artistry from the food, to, like, even the story was good, it had good character development and everything. And so it's one of my top like 10 movies I would definitely watch again. Wow. So that'll lead into my ranking, starting with the lowest one, which would have to be Jujitsu. Oh. Jujitsu, lowest ranking. After that would be uh, Super Bad. Next would be Extraction. And then this one would be my top favorite one. Wow. Yeah, only because I picked it. There you go. Sydney, you picked the movie last week. What is your ranking from your least favorite to your favorite? Uh, my least favorite, drum roll please, no surprise, is Jujitsu. Third would be super bad. Bye. And then, oh man, so. Tough spot. That is a tough spot. And I know you like action movies. Yeah, Yeah, I I do have a soft spot for action movies, and I can't even use the MCU as a deciding factor in this. (laughs) (laughs) Both movies are loaded with them. Yeah, I'm going to go with Chef and Extraction. Obviously, it was very, very, very tough, because I really was on the fence, and I can make an argument for both being number one. As far as feel-good movies go, I'm not an overly big fan of them, and Chef actually stopped me in my track, and I actually had some tables arrive in the middle of it, and I literally sat there and stared at the boxes until the movie was over, just because I couldn't stop long enough for five minutes to step away from this movie, so I thoroughly enjoyed it. But also, Extraction being an action movie always stops me in my track. I just love that movie, too, and having not seen that before... 
that was like also really really good so yeah i had to just go with extraction over chef simply because it's an action movie even though chef also stopped me in my track it was really close for you essentially yeah i can yeah. Very close. i can see that natalie okay so for ranking let's hear it for jujitsu being the least favorite Woo! there you go surprise surprise of course Wait. I, wait, I actually want I wanted to hear her review about Jujutsu because I heard she has some hot takes about that movie and how the action scenes were poor. You have um, one minute. So I didn't actually finish the full thing because like I kind of fell asleep through it. That's my running trend apparently. Wow. Um, but I mean, I watched Extraction first, and then like obviously I was like, okay, Jujutsu, let's see if it's another action movie. I turned it on and I was just like, what kind of low grade quality is this first few ten seconds? Um, and then I saw them fighting with pipes at one point and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. <laughs> and like the camera was kind of shaky and like the quality, clearly it didn't look like they did much editing for that. And I was just like, whose high school project is this? Is what was the first thing that popped up in my head. I was like, honestly expect me to enjoy this. Like, like, there's no way. I was like, this, this, this can't be it. So that was my review for Jiu-Jitsu on like that point. And then also like I was so confused about exactly what was happening because it looked like it was like live action anime, but not really type of situation. It looked like, you know, people who like reenact anime on like, um, I'll mm -hmm. go ahead and say like maybe TikTok. Like Dragon Ball Evolution. Yes, exactly. Like. But yeah, super low quality because they have no Hollywood budget. They didn't have much of a budget. I'm guessing they look in their pocket and they saw ten dollars and they're just like well nicholas cage did get like five million of like the budget so i mean maybe that's why Jeez, it got three days so on that movie and three got days. paid five million so they so got, four. got a zero for me so it's my lowest um that's number four number four no that was that, that's that's number, that number four yeah, yeah. So number three. okay so number three is kind of a toughie honestly two is more of a toughie because i really like super bad because come on it's a classic it's a classic. Like they have so many great people in that. Like, come on, man. Super bad. Like, McLovin. Come on. McLovin. Yay. That's iconic. The cop scene. The whole putting the alcohol in the in the detergent bottles. Like, come on, man. And um, Emma Stone's in it too. And I love Emma Stone. So like, like, come on. Like, it was a feel good movie. Okay, so I I can't. So I'll give extraction. Uh, Extraction, I'll give it a, on the, my third. Not that I didn't love it. It was very gory, though, so, like... But it was a great action movie, definitely. Um, I'm gonna put Chef at number two, because it was a great movie. There were some comedic areas. I loved the, com like, the little puns that were added in there, and then, like, the, like, the feel-good, everything, like... Ooh, it tied really well, and the character development for, like, everyone, because, like, everyone had their, like, point. And then, lastly super bad as top because like i said too many great iconic scenes like that is a classic so that's where i live for that one thank you guys for your time caesar <laughs> so the obvious the obvious number four jujitsu because we already know why number three this is gonna it was just tricky when i was thinking about the ranking but my number three would have to be extraction it's a great action movie, really good. A lot of gore, but I like gore because I'm a horror fan also. So that would be my number three. Oof, two and one. This this was actually difficult because you have Chef, which is like, a feel-good movie. It's dramatic, but it has like the comedy aspects of it. Or you have Superbad, which is like a 
comedy classic. It's like essentially comedy gold. For some, for some, it may not be their cup of tea, but for others, it's like golden. So my number two would have to be super bad. And my number one would be Chef. Jasmine. Howdy. Um, I think my number four, surprise, surprise, is Jiu-Jitsu. Um, because it was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, my number three is gonna be Extraction, but, like, I was kind of at a toss-up between that being number three or number two. Um, but I'm gonna go with number three, just barely. My number two is going to be super bad. I'm sorry, is it super bad? Yeah, or super, I forgot what it's called. You got it right. Yeah, you're right, super bad. Yeah, you're right. Um, Because it's really funny also. I just, it's hard for me to rate the differences between action movies and comedy movies. Um, So, yeah, that one was kind of hard for me. I was like, which one do I like more? Because I like the both pretty equal. And then my top one's going to be Chef. Hey, 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 hey. And I guess that leaves it to me. So, at the bottom, it's unanimous. Jiu-Jitsu. I no way. I'm not going to explain why there's a whole podcast and we've already been saying it so many times. It's bad. So. (laughs) Check it out, though. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, apparently someone really wanted to watch it, so... I messaged him and I said we were no longer friends because he I had to watch that because of him. He was gonna join at last second today, and then at last second said he couldn't. So moving on, at third, extraction. I'm sorry, I I really do give it high praise. It was a really solid film. But with having to compare it to the other movies we've seen, which ones I've actually had more of an enjoyment watching that I can see myself re-watching and re-watching. I can see myself re-watching Extraction. It's a great action film. But part of me kind of liked just watching a dumb comedy. It was my first time watching Superbad. So I very much got a kick out of it. So Superbad's coming in at second and Chef at the top because Chef is the kind of movie I would have picked. So it's just that feel good, um, kind of like this less, I wouldn't, wouldn't, there's no real lesson. It's just, it's a Toy Story 4 kind of movie, you know? It's it's about growth, right? (laughs) But a better version. Uh, It's growth, not coming of age, but just like that big shot storyline where someone really realizes the importance in life sort of story. And it's funny, you know, you got these Marvel stars, but they're in more of a, it's not even a drama. Like, it's funny. It is funny. Here is the average of our ranking. At the bottom, Jiu-Jitsu. Ooh. Coming in third is Extraction. Ooh. Oh. Oh. I really like that one, too. <laughs> Extraction is a good movie. It was tough, though. Those are, those are three. Were, those top three were really yeah, good. But... Yeah. Yeah. Coming in second is Super Bad. And number one is Chef. Kevin, you picked the ultimate Ooh. movie. Wow, okay. Finished wow. strong there, guys. Uh, we yeah. started with jujitsu and now we're here. What's his prize? Why did we what watch is... jujitsu? Because Jacob. I, I would I would have I'm... if I had to pick between Rip Girls and Jujitsu, I would watch Jujitsu. Anyways. And I hate Rip Girls. I would just turn would, the TV I... off. <laughs> I was like, no TV for today. Yeah, yeah, I'll just go to sleep. I had to rewatch Rip Girls just to get like certain audio clips out from that movie, and I had to like kind of sit through it just to find it. 
I don't know, maybe I would watch Rip Girls again. Jiu-Jitsu, when I had to edit that episode, I had to try to find that one line, I have a license to kill you, no expiration date. I had to sit through a good portion of that movie, and what? I was really not feeling it. I really well, I wasn't. Rip Girls, apparently, because this... <laughs> what? You, you didn't get to that part of the movie, or did you? Or did you I never watched it, it so. Oh, I, okay, okay, that's this is the one time where that's okay, Natalie, because jujitsu is, you know, jujitsu. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's fine, that's understandable. Hey, she could have been the diamond in the rough that loved it. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay, unless you're, I don't believe that person exists. Yeah. I don't I mean, Jacob. Is it his name Jacob? Era was his that name... person for Rip Girls. His name's Jacob. Well, that's because Jacob of Jacob didn't really care for it. Not, you watch not it. I really want to see the reviews for Jujitsu. Then watch it. It's out there. Listen to the <laughs> podcast. Honestly, yeah. Here, I'll be real with you. Hiroki said he watched it at like 1.5 times speed. Just do that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of watching podcasts, I say it's a good time to go into our plugs. So does anyone have anything to plug? Yasmin. Just this podcast. It's amazing to be on it. Kevin. Like always, I'm honored to be here. I have nothing to plug this time. Uh, so, thank you again. Sydney. No plugs, just thank you for being here. It was fun as always. Natalie. I'm back, guys. It's oh. awesome. And I stayed <laughs> up the whole entire show. You so didn't sleep this time. I'm so Not proud even of a week. Oh my god, I'm so proud of you. Caesar. Let's make sure to catch the show. We are now on Spotify. Google Podcasts, and now our episodes on Apple Podcasts. All, all of them. We've been on Spotify. We've been Google. on Spotify. We're now on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, officially. Thanks, thank, thankfully, Apple Podcasts caught up with a, with our with our stream, and now everything's up. So, if you want to check it out? Check it out. Let us know. Review, like, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you think, and check it out. Remember how I said there was going to be a surprise at the end? Oh, oh, here we go. Yo, here we go. Ooh, oh, I'm so I like, excited. I like surprises. Yasmin, yo, here we go. Here we Yasmin, go. Yasmin, did you fall asleep? <laughs> no, I'm not asleep. I'm just sitting here. I'm, She's I'm vibing. Like, I'm, like, I'm like I'm really vibing. excited. Like, I, yeah, I can only imagine what it is because like, I'm excited. You know how in this show, we pick a new theme when we finish. We're not going to do that tonight. I free. Oh, my God. So... Since this is our quarter of a year anniversary, our 25th, our next episode is our quarter quell. Keeping it themed to the movies. Get it, Hunger Games. (laughs) And I am 25 now, just as recently turned 25. That is why I am making the quarter quell all about me. The next title we will be choosing. I'm breaking all the rules. I'll be picking this next title, and then we'll pick the theme. Oh boy! What that will be? Stay wait, tuned. Wait, oh wait. I'm okay wait. with missing that one. Wait, 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 wait. Are you? Wait, wait. Hold oh, on. Yeah. Wait. Are you? Wait. You're picking. This is one episode, or for, for one, episodes? and then we go to the next theme. Okay, so just wait. So just so can we do this for our birthdays then? Maybe, but that's TBD. I only mentioned me being 25 as a coincidence to help lead into this quarter thing, but there is a film that I really want us to watch, and I know to do so we would have to break the rules here. What film that will be? You have to stay tuned only here at Review O Meter!